Well, hello and welcome to EPSD PD Podcast, a podcast intended to enlighten, inspire, or just spark conversation about teaching and learning in Estes Park, Colorado. EPSD PD Podcast stands for Estes Park School District Professional Development because this podcast is intended for the professional learning of teachers in Estes Park School District. But I want to welcome all our listeners out there, even if you're not a teacher and you're just passionate about all the great things happening in Estes Park School District. This episode brings me an incredible amount of joy. In this episode, I interview two of our high school students, Alex and Sarah, who are the school's new zero-waste interns. As teachers, we strive to produce students that are more intelligent, more compassionate, and wiser than ourselves. In this episode, you will hear that Mr. Harris has done just that by creating opportunities for students through his AP Environmental Science class, the EPHS Environmental Club, and by creating a job opportunity in the school for these students. He is finding creative ways for students to apply global outcome competencies beyond the classroom walls. These two students I interview are fascinating, true change agents for our future. First, you'll get to listen to an interview I did with Mr. Harris. I had the opportunity to sit down with him to learn about the evolution of this zero waste intern position and how this idea was created. Mr. Harris, what was your vision for this position and why did you come up with the idea and create the position? I had a couple of years experience running the environmental club as the uh, staff sponsor for the club and we had a lot of big ideas and things we wanted to do but we were pretty constrained by time. So we were getting some stuff done outside of the classroom and on weekends, but it really became apparent pretty quickly that we needed somebody that was going to be able to work on it regularly. Um, so I talked to um, the administration and um, you know asked if part if I could you know do a thrift store grant and mm. use that funding to create this position to not only have a student um, run some of these projects and be kind of the manpower behind the projects, but also get paid to do it, like to have a real-world experience. So all of these ideas were generated from the Environmental Science Club mm -hmm. of the, what they wanted to, projects they wanted to take on as students, but didn't have the time to be able to do it. Exactly, yeah. I mean, a, a big focus of the club, because could, they could have taken it in any direction. There's lots of different things you could do with an environmental club, but the big one that they saw and were passionate about was waste reduction, which is trying to get the school to as close to zero waste as possible, um, which is definitely a doable thing. One between, the, and zero waste in the sense of nothing going to landfill, mm -hmm. um, so diverting all of those waste to alternative um, pathways like recycling, and now we've got the compost, which Sarah should be adding the first batch of our f lunch waste to it on Friday, mm -hmm, cool. which will be exciting. The position for the zero waste intern opened at the end of last school year, Let's hear what inspired Sarah and Alex to apply and what they've been working on in their first 20 days on the job. The reason why I wanted to apply for this position is because um, junior year I started to become really passionate about the environment more than I have before and um, it's something that I want to pursue in the future and I just wanted to make a change um, locally and then eventually you know globally about um, you know mitigating waste, especially starting small and locally is super important. So I just wanted to be a part of that and um, learn everything that can, you know, go on with running a compost and um, recycling and just understanding everything that I can um, do to help the planet. So that's a reason 
why I really wanted to do it. Yeah, growing up in Estes, I've always really loved being outside in the natural environment around us. And similar to Sarah, junior year, I definitely really got um, empowered to protect the environment and uh, really to recycle more. And that's when I joined the environmental club. And I really want to be able to see other students have that same love for the environment and uh, the same ability to want to conserve it that I do. So I want to be able to uh, compost and recycle at our school and hopefully show other schools that it's easier to make an impact than you think and to move towards zero waste, which in turn will help our whole global environment. What are your big goals as interns this year? Um, I would say my major goal this year is just to um, make students understand the amount of waste they're um, producing daily, weekly, yearly, all that stuff. Um, and to just show people that it's not that hard to make a difference um, with mitigating waste and just, um, you know, you have the opportunity here at school to make a difference. And so Same, similar with Sarah, I'm trying to help students understand that it's easier to make an impact and that they're, it's easier for them to see their impact uh, than they think. And yeah, just to kind of move our school towards zero waste and having less actual waste that needs to go to the landfill is a big goal. And eventually I want to try to get that same, these same programs implemented in the middle school and elementary school. Get that started at least this year and maybe the environmental club or next year's zero waste interns can really get that rolling as well. So when you say zero waste, you really mean that as a school we would produce zero waste? Mm -hmm. That's yeah. the goal. That is the goal. Um, and it's a lot, it seems unrealistic, but it is, it can be a lot, uh, more achievable than you think because a lot of things that we don't that you don't see as can be composted can actually be composted we're recycling or we're composting cardboard in our uh, earth tubs right now by shredding it we're able to compost paper towels from the bathrooms a lot of the food products that are produced in the cafeteria are being composted we even have instead of styrofoam trays we had last year we have paper trays now which are being composted so um, overall it's more of a realistic goal than uh, a lot of people see it. So you've talked about these earth tubs, which are composters, and part of what I understand is part of your role is to operate and manage mm -hmm. those composters. Tell us about that composter. What is what is it, and what does it do? So it's a pretty decently sized bin, and we actually have two, but um, the building that's housing them isn't gonna be done until second semester, so we only have one hooked up to the school right outside the tech room. Um, I would say it's like, seven feet by seven feet so yeah, it's a pretty big right. cylindrical you know bin that um just houses you know all of our food products except for meat and essentially just grinds it up um so during our internship period we go out and we'll eventually you know collect all the composting material like the food and uh, paper towels put it in uh, turn the auger on which kind of cuts it all up and then you push it and it just mixes it up um, and you just want to make sure you mix it up like three times a week um, just as much as possible you can't really mess it up and then make sure it's at a certain temperature um, to compost properly and then between 30 to 40 days it just turns to dirt you have to monitor the temperature it has to be at a certain temperature um, a ratio between carbon sources and nitrogen sources and um, just make sure it's properly running mm -hmm. so yeah, that's basically what it entails. So part of your intern has also been educating your peers mm -hmm. because this is a change in 
the entire school behavior and culture, right? What have been, what have you learned from that and what have been some of the challenges of that? Um, I think that the main challenge is being able to communicate the ideology with students that it's easier for them to make an impact than they see. Because a lot of students see the clean machine, um, which is our compost uh, recycling landfill organizer, and they kind of don't see the difference that they're making and they don't see it being worth it to actually organize their um, lunch um, waste into these bins. So that's been the main challenge. Um, we're going to really try to implement new things to be able, have students be able to see um, the difference that they're making. How about you, Sarah? What has been the challenges and what have you learned and what have been the great things about changing this culture amongst your peers? I think the challenges that we have faced as you know a club and especially trying to get this internship going is just um, making sure the school's on board um, and our peers on board because you know if a couple people just don't care about the compost and mess it up for all of us we have to throw the whole batch away um, which is just waste that we you know don't want to be waste you know so it's um been kind of emotionally and physically taxing just you know sitting by the smelly compost bin at lunch every day and you know making sure every person is putting you know all their waste in each container where they should be and so um, but it's also rewarding in a sense that you know you see the change that you're making and you see how it's you know connecting to people and um, which is also awesome so in a minute you will hear what global outcomes the students feel they are most gaining from their first 20 days on the job but first what global outcomes is mr harris hoping for um i'd say more than anything like the real world experience with like what it means to it's one thing to like talk about these you know it's just this constant learning curve like we've got all this food waste but we have to match it at least one to one by volume with like carbon compost that's all nitrogen i mean so we need like a high carbon content product mm. like the brown paper towel to balance that out. So now we're like, okay, we can't even start adding the compost until we build up enough of that. It's cool for them because, you know, I think it's pretty obvious to them that it's like, it's not like a cookie cutter set up ahead of time. Like yeah. here's step ABC. And they're learning a lot about the chemistry along the way as yeah. well. So that's been really cool too, um, because I think they definitely know the difference, you know, like when you're in the lab and science class and you know what to expect and you know that you're going to get the result by at the end of 90 minutes. Uh -huh. Whereas like with this, it's like constant setback, but learning and then doing the next thing. Mm -hmm. um, so it's been a, a very real process for them, Neat. which is exciting. So I'm hearing you say you want them to get the real world experience and the mm -hmm. application of what they're learning in the class and actually yep. getting some experience with that as it applies in their lives. And then I heard perseverance, mm -hmm. working with changing a culture, changing the habits. Yep. Um, asking things of your classmates and having them push back on you yeah. a little bit but then there's a it sounds like there's a communication piece too definitely communication on various levels and scales too like in the lunchroom just that one-on-one -on -one trying to like explain to people like where you know a milk carton goes or you know where the lunch trays go and you know if it's got food on it it's got to be a landfill because it's contaminated um and things like that and then for the zero waste intern, you know, any time I'm kind of holding myself back to say like, if, you know, they have to email with the fire department or like the electrician or something that I don't jump in and do it and have them kind of fill in that going like, you know, so-and-so hasn't gotten back to me, it's been a week. I'm like, that's kind of <laughs> how it goes sometimes, you know? Um, and just, yeah, you're um, empowering them and building student agency within them. Yes, 
um, and then like wide scale communication with uh, assembly um, and having mm -hmm. them you know prepare a presentation and just try to like roll something out. You're about 25 days in or so mm -hmm. in the school and they just started this so far. Are you pretty pleased with the global outcomes that they've built and acquired at this point? Yeah, definitely. Now let's hear from our zero waste interns and see if the global outcomes they feel they've gained align with what Mr. Harris was hoping for. When we talk about education, one of our big goals is to create opportunities for students to really demonstrate what they're learning and really apply it in their lives and in their local community and globally. And so through this process, when we think of the global outcomes that we have for students, it's what skills have you really been developing? Um, I would say communication is something that I've, you know, especially learned just um, during the semester alone with communicating to peers on what you can compost and all that stuff. So I definitely think communicating is, you know, something that's important in any aspect. So I'm great that it's, I'm grateful that I'm learning it in this kind of setting. Yeah, that sets up a good challenge for mm -hmm. you. Communication is more about listening than we think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and so and just understanding, you know, making sure you um, put the information in a way that people can understand, you know, Alex and I both have, you know, a high level of understanding of, you know, the different numbers of plastics and the food that can be composted and, you know, all the small details that we have learned the past couple years from being environmental club and having this position. And so you kind of just have to, you know, keep yourself in check and be like, okay, not everyone knows what you know, but you can um, present that information in a way that they can know it yeah. um, in a way where they want to know it also is also a key component in this is that you want people to care. You have to make people care. Mm -hmm. And if you present it in a way where you're kind of forcing it down people's throat, no one's gonna care. So you have to present it like in a fun, you know, way that people will be like, all right, this is not so bad as, you know, I thought it was. Yeah. Overall, are you pleased with the response you've gotten from your peers and staff? Definitely. Um, I think, um, students that I thought wouldn't um, be so well responding to this are actually you know doing super well and I'm really proud of our school just to you know being like alright I guess I can do this so it's really awesome to see that we're all coming together to make our make a local change and eventually a global change. But I know that one outcome that we're definitely gonna um, have to deal with is gonna be perseverance. Um, there's gonna be problems that we run into with the earth tub and a lot of the times um, the bins in the clean machine get contaminated and you know we have to dig through the compost to take out recycling or like and it's not always fun at all to dig through these disgusting bins that you don't want to have to, you don't want to have to do that but um, you know the whole thing is that we care about it so we're gonna do it no matter what um, and mm. I think that I think students seeing us doing that will help them understand that you know, it is important. I don't, they really are making a difference. Shredding cardboard, we've already had problems with that. It was not the easiest thing to do. But um, yeah, I think perseverance is a big thing in this internship because uh, it's really, we're gonna really work towards our goal of being zero waste and it's not an easy goal to accomplish, but um, we'll get there for sure. And we're gonna have to persevere through a lot of issues and um, help students understand that perseverance really helps you achieve goals. They gained the global outcomes Mr. Harris was hoping for and more. When we provide experiences like these for our students, where they are the creators, there are no boundaries or limits on their learning. 
These students are both seniors, and they'll be leaving us at the end of the year. I asked them how this experience impacts their future plans and what goals they have for their future. Here's what they had to say. Either do like field research or you know climate activism with that and do you know um, research and all that stuff and just help get that info out to people because I like you know research a whole bunch out of you know my environmental science class and it's just you know something that I'm always like thinking about and aware about and reading articles and just mm -hmm. being updated on so that's definitely um, something I want to pursue in the near future so how about you Alex um, what are your plans after high school and how do you see this experience benefiting you? Yeah, so similar to Sarah, I've definitely been really interested in an environmental science degree. Mm -hmm. um, but I think right now my main goal is to work in the National Park Service. I've been really interested in kind of preserving the environment and nature for other people to enjoy it the way I have. And you know, this experience mm -hmm. I think will really help me because I'm being able to persevere through problems um, and it's going to help me get a background on how environment the environment already works um so yeah i think that'll that'll help me down the road and yeah i definitely want to work for the park service eventually so what does the future of this program hold i heard you alex mention that you'd kind of like to involve the middle school and the elementary school do you have some ideas for how you might expand out so i think at the middle and elementary school level it's really important to present these ideas like i think the clean machine organizer is something that can happen at every school and I think it's important that we present these ideas in a fun way that's going to get these students um, inspired early on so when they get to the high school they have good knowledge of these uh, issues already. You could kind of present it as you know like a fun game for them where uh, if there's somebody watching they could have there could be like prizes for them or something like that if they put everything in their correct bins um, and also the student population at the elementary school is really high so if we can get that implemented there that would re I think that would make a really big difference we would have more um, compostable um, material than at the high school even at the elementary school so implementing the organizers at those two other two schools would be really a good idea I think uh, what I'd like to eventually do is incorporate this into a class so we can get mm. even more students involved um, and during the school day. Um, so having the AP environmental science class because those topics are important it's important for them to understand environmental systems and get the college credit and take the test and everything like that but another class that could solely focus on these types of projects and be different every semester. Also um, this rolls really well into a um, designation for the school, which is Eco Schools, um, by the National Wildlife Federation. If we take this project in completion, like we'll be set mm -hmm. for it, um, and just trying to get that you know designation as well. What I want the listeners of this to um, take from you know what Alex and I are saying is just you know you can make a difference no matter if you decide you know, hey, I'm going to recycle this instead of throwing away. Just making that small decision can make a big difference. And, you know, you can create these things into becoming habits, you know, if you, the small changes you make and can snowball into big, big actions for their planet. So. I think also that uh, staff involvement at all three schools is a big factor mm -hmm. in um, 
in this, uh, especially especially at the lower level schools, all the students look up to the teachers. And I think if they see them doing the correct thing, if they see them recycling or teaching them to recycle, it's going to be something that they see as good. And also at the high school, a lot of students, um, a lot of teachers don't necessarily monitor their recycling bins the correct way because we run into problems with those every Friday sometimes where there's incorrect things in the recycling bins. I think if the teachers uh, monitored those correctly and kind of encouraged students even when they're just walking up to throw something away in class to um, to throw it in the right bin that would even that would make a big difference as well so staff involvement is a big uh, factor in the zero waste push we're trying to get. So you're going to be leaving us next year. Mm -hmm. I hope you you created a program at your high school. Yeah. How are you going to make sure that after you leave and graduate in May, it continues and it's sustainable? I think the application process was almost towards the end of the school year last year. I think if we did it a little earlier on and had them picked out maybe by um, maybe March or April or something around there, that Sarah and I could kind of as my zero internship class kind of teach them exactly what they need to be doing um, and kind of hopefully inspire them to, to have that same message that we've been trying to communicate and like that could be a thing training the new interns at the end of every year and that'll kind of help the program to keep going. Yeah. And especially since you know we basically kind of just started trying to become zero waste and we've already accomplished so much so I can't wait to see you know what next year holds while we're you know yeah. freshman in college like what else what what else is going to happen you know if we're making such a change now. 20 years down the road when you guys are what are you 18 now so when you're 38 and you run into Mr. Harris on the street what do you want to say to Mr. Harris? probably thank you <laughs> oh, yeah. just Definitely. like thanking him for um, or all of our teachers basically just you know making me conscious of the world around me you know so just saying thank you for giving us an education where we can um, change the world and make it better for future generations yeah I agree I would definitely say thank you teachers and especially Mr. Harris with the environmental club and what he's doing to help us with this program have really given us the platform to kind of start and go with this um, and yeah, I'll, I would definitely be very grateful for that um, experience and that's how it would help me in the real world. So thank you for sure. Yeah. And that's all for this episode. I'm deeply grateful to Mr. Harris and his students for sitting down and talking with me about all the great learning that is happening. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do so on Apple iTunes or the podcast app on your iPhone or iPad. This year, the podcast is followed by a blog. You can find a summary of my interview with Alex, Sarah, and Mr. Harris at epsdpdpodcast.com and see pictures of Sarah and Alex in their clean machine in the school cafeteria. Subscribe to EPSD PD Podcast and get a weekly professional development blog and find other resources. Go to epsdpdpodcast.com, scroll down to the bottom, click follow or subscribe, and type in your email to become a follower and get the latest blog emailed directly to you. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.